Good morning. It's uh, nice to be here again this, this morning. It's a beautiful fall day, a little cool, and that's kind of nice. And you know, definitely summer's over and and fall's here. And uh, I love that. I think fall is my favorite time of year, so I'm quite happy with it. Uh, I am back up here. I usually speak from the floor, and I'm kind of comfortable down there. But we put the camera up last week. And uh, just kind of where we put it, the way it kind of worked, and you just see the top of my head if I was down there. So uh, we figured we would do it this way and and be up here. So it's all right. So a few weeks ago, we started a series called No Fear, and uh, we we looked at how we kind of deal with our fears, what fears we have, and how we can kind of overcome those fears. And so a few weeks ago, we looked at. Uh, a story of of Caleb and his 12 uh, Israelites that went into the promised land to, to check it out, to spy on it, to see what was going on, what was there, and to come back and report to the nation about what they saw. And they and 10 out of those 12 came back and very fearful and scared, and these people were strong and big, and we can't defeat them. And there was only Caleb and Joshua that were that were saying, no, we can... We have God on our side, we can do it. And so we looked at that story of how those guys overcame their fear and tried to get the Israelites to overcome their fear uh, and remember that they were with God. So today we're looking at the second part of this lesson. And we're going to be looking at, uh, as it says, there's a fiery furnace. And so we're going to be looking through uh, Daniel chapter 3 today. And I uh, I decided not to put all the verses up on the screen as it's kind of a, a longer chapter to get kind of the whole context up. So in a few minutes, I'll go over it. Uh, but if you want to open your Bibles or your devices up to Daniel chapter 3, that's where we're going to be spending our time this morning. When I talked about the other lesson a few weeks ago, we had I mentioned that there's a very popular kid song that comes along with that story of 12 men went to spy on Canaan, 10 were bad, 2 were good. And today is another very kind of one of the stories that we continually teach our kids as they go through Sunday school and as they grow up. This is a story of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that they learned. And I was taught as a little kid, and, and our kids are being taught now as little kids. And on the surface, it may kind of seem like a, an odd story to keep telling our kids about, about these three men that were thrown into a furnace. But it's, it shows their faith to God and their dedication of what was going on and the commitment to following God and God's commands. And so it's one of those stories that we continue to tell our kids. And so as we look at this story this morning, we're going to talk about the idea that these three men overcame their fear of death and to do what God wanted them to do. So we're going to look a little deeper into our fear of death. And that's not you know, a, a great topic that we want to think about all the time, but it is uh, important to think about. It's important to think about preparing ourselves for the end of our life here. So I want to start off by uh, telling the story about this astronaut here, this Canadian astronaut, Chris Hadfield. Uh, that is uh, retired now, but he was an astronaut for a number of years. And astronauts, they face death all the time when they're when they're up there. They face death on the the chance of going up, 
and being up there every day, being in the vacuum of space where there's no help around that you can get if you need it, just the people around you. And so astronauts are, are commonly asked about death and do they fear death when, in the job that they have. So I was going to share uh, the, from an article that I found earlier in the week uh, that they talked to, to Hadfield about, about his fear of death. So it says that, that former astronaut Chris Hadfield is not afraid of death. That might seem surprising given the safety record of human spaceflight. To date, 565 men and women have ventured into space, and 32 have died while going up, coming down, or preparing for the flight. Statistically speaking, an astronaut's odds of dying on the job are more than 1 in 20. That was a stark reality for somebody like Hadfield, who spent 35 years as a military pilot and astronaut before retiring from the Canadian Space Agency in 2013. Hadfield flew into Earth orbit three times, including two trips aboard the space shuttle and one aboard the Russian Mir space station. For his last trip into space in 2012, he spent 144 days as commander aboard the International Space Station. Astronauts hear the question all the time. When eels trap in the top of an enormous stick of explosive fuel and then shoot into the breathless vacuum of space, aren't you afraid to die? Hadfield's answer is always no. To him, the question is based on a flawed premise. In common life, we make fear and dangerous synonymous. But they're not, he says. They only seem that way because few people prepare extensively for dangerous things, he explains. But being prepared is exactly what astronauts do through years of intense training. The greatest antidote for fear is competence. If you're spending 10 years preparing for one launch, then hopefully by the time it arrives, you change your skill set in such in, in your skill set such that a launch is no longer foreign and unknown. In fact, it's the opposite. It's exhilarating. Hadfield here talks in this interview about his fear of death is diminished when he knows that he's prepared for what he's about to do. He knows there's a high possibility, a 1 in 20 there, a chance of death. But he's not scared of it. He's not concerned for it because he has prepared himself. He's trained himself for every scenario that might come up. I thought that was an interesting look, as we look at our lives and our view of death, that if we prepare ourselves, if we get ready, then it maybe doesn't seem so scary. Maybe it doesn't seem so unknown. If we get ourselves ready and prepared for what we know eventually will come. When we're living our lives for God and aware of what is coming next for our internal selves, Death should not always be a terrifying thing. So, do we fear death? As I said a few weeks ago about fear, it's good to have a certain level, a healthy level of fear. And the fear of death, we should have somewhat of a healthy level, level of it, so that we don't put ourselves in unnecessary danger, and, and it keeps us safe and out of harm's way. Now we want to have as much time on this earth as we possibly can. We want as much time to spend with our family and our friends 
the people around us that we care about, and to do the work of God. We want to live long lives and have the ones around us do the same. Death is sad and hard. And it's, it's something that everybody on the planet deals with. And yet, it's such one of the hardest things that people deal with. Now, even when we are, are Christians, there may be that bit of fear of death. But we know that when we are secure in our salvation, that we know that we will be with God forever at the end. That death is just a step going towards God and getting closer to God. We keep death at a distance, but know that when that time comes, we know where our final destination is. We may not know how it's all going to work, what it's all going to be like, but we know that we will be with God for eternity. So even though we want to be here as long as we can, and we want the people around us to be here as long as we can, we know that we are secure that after this life, our eternal life just begins. As we look through Daniel chapter 3, we're going to look at these three men that, in the face of death, knew what they needed to do and overcame their fear, even though death was right in front of them. So I'm just going to give a, a quick overview here of, of Daniel chapter 3 and the story that many of us are familiar with, but it may have been some time since we've, we've looked at it. So in Daniel chapter 3, we're we're told about King Nebuchadnezzar, and he makes this image, this huge image of gold. And he wants everybody in all the places that he is king over to bow down and worship this idol and worship him. And he says that at the, at the moment that you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that the king Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And it says, But whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. So after this happened, the people bowed down. But after that, there came a report that some of the Jews had not done this, that they were not following the king's command. And so... Uh, we pick up in, in chapter tw verse 12, it says, There are certain Jews who, whom among you, over the administration of the province of Babylon, namely Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these men, O king, have disregarded you. They do not serve your gods or worship your image which you have set up. So they told the king this, the king gets angry and wants to bring them forward and see what they have to say and, and put them to death, as he said that, that he would do. So, these three men come to the king, and they say, O oh, oh Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image you have set up. 
The king then was filled with wrath. With wrath, it says his facial expression was altered, and he he answered by giving orders to to heat the furnace seven times more than it normally was. He was so mad at these three guys for that response that he stoked up the fire to get it as hot as he could. In verse 22, it says, For this reason, because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace had been made extremely hot, the flame of the fire slew those men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So he created the fire so hot that even the men that were to throw them in were consumed by the flame and the heat and were killed. So the king tells them to, to throw them in, and they throw them into the fire. And the king is looking at it, and he sees all of a sudden that there are no longer just three, but four. Four men. He says in verse 25, Look, I see four men loosed and walking about in the midst of fire without harm. And the appearance of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came to the door of the furnace of blazing fire. He responded and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come out. You servants of the Most High God, and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the midst of the fire. And it says when they came out, there was no harm on them, not even a singe. They didn't even smell of smoke, it says. Nebuchadnezzar, after seeing this, responds and says, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who put their trust in him, violating the king's command and yielded up their bodies so as not to serve or worship any god except their own god. So we have this, this story here of these three men that were dedicated to God and knew what the law said. They knew that they were supposed to bow down and worship this idol. That's what the king had, had commanded. That's what he said to do. But they knew that that wasn't right with God, and so they refused. And they refused knowing full well that they would be put to death if that was the decision that they made. And we see here that it caused such uh, anger in the king that somebody wouldn't listen to him, that he wanted to make it even extra bad as he stoked the fire to throw them in. Not that the regular fire wouldn't have done the job, I'm sure, but he was so angry at that that he, he wanted to show his power to them. And these men, I, I can't imagine what it would have been like to, this is a picture of a little furnace there, it would have been quite more magnificent than that, but I could just, I can't imagine what it would have been like for these three men as they're approaching that furnace. And they knew what they needed to do, but that doesn't mean it would have been wouldn't have, would have been easy. It doesn't mean that it wouldn't have been really scary. Right? These men would have seen such a fire that they were about, they could possibly be killed in the next few moments here. One of the things that I want to focus on out of that they said was that they, they told King Nebuchadnezzar that if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand. But even if he does not, let it be known he still will not serve your gods. 
So these men knew that God could rescue them. That he may, maybe God was going to spare their lives. But they knew that God might not. They didn't know for sure. And they were prepared to overcome their fear of death so that they could do what God needed to do. Now God did end up sparing their lives and really changed the heart and the mind of, of the king at the time as well. So these, these three men showed the courage to stand in that in, in the face of death and that fear they would have had as they got closer and closer to that furnace, not knowing exactly what would happen, but knew maybe God would save them, but they were willing to do it, even if it meant their death right then. Now, hopefully we'll never be in a situation where we may lose our lives for standing up for God. But there has been many throughout the last 2,000 years that have done that. And there are still people in our world today that face that decision. Hopefully we'll never be in that situa situation, but that doesn't mean that we can't take something from this lesson. Like these three men, we are put in situations in our lives where our life may not be on the line, but maybe our reputation is, or something close to us may be taken away. When this happens, we need to be able to overcome our fears of the unknown and do what is right. So how far are we willing to go? These three men were willing to lose their lives for following God. They were willing to stand up to the most powerful person around at the time, the king, and tell him, no, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Could we say that we are willing to do the same with our lives? We live in such a great place where, as I say, we probably won't have to go through a moment of having to risk our lives for our faith. But we may be put in that situation at some point in our lives. There may be a time when we need to make that decision. And as Chris Hadfield said about being an astronaut, it's all about being prepared. We hope that situation may never come, but we still need to be prepared if it does. Are we ready with an answer if somebody approaches us with the risk of death if we don't deny being a Christian and deny Christ? Are we ready to be bold enough and courageous enough in the fear of death to stand up for what we believe in? To stand up for what is right. Death can be a scary thing. It is a scary thing. And we can be and we are fearful of it at times. But if we are Christians, we know that God is with us, and that we can think beyond just this life. That we can think eternally. More than just the here and now. 
We can make decisions that will have a great impact on our lives and the people around us, not for just our time here on earth, but for our eternity after this life. We will be able to overcome our fear of death and see it as more of a step towards being with God, a step closer to God, and the start of our eternal life with Him. As I said at the beginning, we don't want that to come too quickly. We have a lot of things that we want to do here. We want to be with our people here, the people we love, and we want to do God's work here. But we never know when a situation like that could be in front of us. These three men, a few days before, may have not thought, oh well, we might be killed tomorrow. But that day came and they needed to make a decision. And they were able to stand up for God and stand up for what they believed was right. So as we think about our own mortality and we think about death around us, it's not always such a depressing matter. That because of the sacrifice that Jesus made for us, that he came and he died for us, for our sins, that this life is just temporary. That we can have eternity after this in nothing but good, in nothing but greatness. So as we live our lives here and we go through the challenges of death of others, and as we look at our own mortality, let's remember that God is with us, that he cares for us, and that Jesus came to save us. That this life is not it, it's not the only thing. This is just the beginning. And after this life, we are able to have eternity with God. Thank you.